0: Happy New Year! It's a new year and for a lot of us, the end of winter break is upon us. How are we feeling about that? Today by the way is Friday, January 3rd. Kids are going back to school, unwanted gifts are going back to their store of origin, and for many of us, we are trying to get back to some good habits or adopt some new ones. It's only January 3rd, so, so far, so good, right? Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course, and this isn't a TED Talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. Today's an episode that's going to be a little different because something absurd happened to me this year already. If we are connected on Instagram on my personal account at Indiana Adams, you have been privy to what has transpired. But for those of you who took an Instagram sabbatical for January, allow me to recap what happened. On the morning of January 1st, so last Wednesday, I was laying in bed scrolling Facebook Marketplace for a Concept 2 rower for Chris. And then I saw something vaguely familiar. Me. On a psychology textbook. Yes, there was a textbook for sale with my face on it. Some of you may know this, but I have a mild form of face blindness, so I called Chris into the bedroom to verify. This is a photo of me, right? Yes. Unequivocally. I posted the photo to Instagram for you to see, but if you haven't cruised over there yet, essentially I'm laying down with my eyes closed, my hair is going off in a big swoop to my right, and there's flower petals spread all around in my hair. I look serene, and even though time has passed, I think you can still tell it's me. It was a photo taken in 2006 during an unpaid stock photography shoot. At the time, I was living in Austin, Texas, trying to make a go of it as an actor. My acting agent suggested that I try modeling as well, which I am not a model, but this was me trying to build my portfolio, which is just a collection of photos of myself, in the chance that modeling was something that I decided I wanted to pursue. Ultimately, I would decide that it was something I did not want to pursue, and I even ended up switching agencies so that I wouldn't be pressured to try modeling again. But on that day, I did try modeling. I, along with two other girls, met our photographer and his production team at Milk and Honey Day Spa in Austin, which would later become my favorite spa and salon. I still use their lotion and deodorant. I have it shipped to me here in Atlanta. And then that was it. We spent a few hours in the spa enjoying the amenities while the photographer snapped pictures of us and a hair and makeup and lighting team made us look pretty. And then I promptly forgot about this photo shoot as I decided that modeling was not something that I wanted to do. So imagine my surprise when 13 years later, I'd see a photo from that day on a textbook in my local Facebook marketplace. I absolutely and immediately contacted the seller to try to buy the book. She had it listed for $10 and I thought that it was totally worth $10 to be able to show it to my kids. What do you guys think of mommy on the cover of a book? That's kind that's really cool. That my mom is on a book. Yes. I love it. It looks weird. It looks weird. What what looks weird about it? That your hair is sticking up in these like flowers. That's a real book cover. It looks weird. But the seller. Her name is Destiny, which I just love. It turned out that she was simply selling a PDF version of the book and not a physical copy of it. But she graciously told me the title and the publisher. So I did try in earnest to get a physical copy of the hardback book for myself. But as you may know, textbooks are pricey. A lot of work goes into making them, and this was not an old textbook. This edition just came out in 2018, so the new list price was just above $200, with the cheapest used copy still going for $150. I endeavored to simply set an alert for it on thriftbooks.com and wait two or three years until I could grab a secondhand copy for $20 or so after the next edition comes out. Fun story, and I expected that to be that. But then the story grew. Brooke, what did you think when I texted you yesterday to tell you about this crazy story? Hey, this is Brooke. I am Indiana's in real life bestie, and I do not think this is going to be the weirdest thing that's ever happened to her. Odd things happen regularly, I feel like, to her. And Chris, you said last night there's no way that this could be the most absurd thing that will ever happen to me. What were your thoughts?
1: Well, I think our old friend Ben in Texas had a saying for this, and I think it's kind of normal for you in your life. He's just say, that's wild.
0: Well, I posted about my find on Instagram, and little did I know that so many of you would be so invested in this story. I'm Jude, and I just can't believe that you actually see your face somewhere where everyone else also knows that
1: face. It's a little creepy to be like, oh, that's me. This is Katie, and I have been following this on Instagram and refreshing my feed to see when Indiana has posted something new. <laughs> hey, this is Mindy, and I think it's hysterical, creepy, and textbooks are extremely overpriced.
0: Wait, why are they so much money?
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous $200. This is Amanda. Was it like super awkward when you saw your face? I guess that's my question. I'm Whitney. I found this story completely hilarious because I know I'm not the only person who has wondered about the backstory of stock models before. Um, <laughs> I have often found myself wondering <laughs> how people feel about their images being used for any purpose, most of which they probably don't know about. So I loved hearing about the story and glad that it worked itself out in a positive way and it wasn't something that you were against. I guess you can't be against a psychology textbook. <laughs> hey, this is Candace and I am laughing about your Instagram this morning, about how you're on the cover of a textbook. I am so curious to hear what this author said. Was he even interested that it was you? Is he nice about it? (laughs) Um, I have all the questions.
0: When over 1,500 of you said you were invested in the story, well, 3% of those responders said meh, and I love that honesty. I thought it would be fun if I tried my very best to do a whole episode about it. So... Without further ado, welcome to our very first side note episode of today, by the way. This week's sponsor spotlight is PrepDish, who single-handedly made it possible for me to stop getting drive through most evenings. Tonight's dinner is salt and pepper roasted chicken drumsticks with roasted mushrooms and asparagus. I prepped it a few days ago, and all I have to do is pop it in the oven for 30 to 40 minutes tonight. Cleanup will be minimal, just the baking sheet and our plates and silverware, so Chris and I can peruse Disney Plus and watch something right after dinner. We're having a kid-free tonight, so it's going down. Prep Dish is a healthy meal planning service that offers a variety of options, including dairy-free, paleo, gluten-free, and keto menus, which is what we do. They email you the entire week's grocery list for everything you need. And if you're feeling super savvy, you can just type that into your preferred grocery delivery app. Along with the shopping list are detailed instructions so you can prep all of that week's meals in one go. So during the week, I just grab the meals that I've already prepped and prepare them using their easy to follow instructions. This isn't just a paid ad. This is a service that I've been using for years. I'd love for you to see how easy Dish is too. Visit prepdish.com today to try it for two weeks completely free. That's prepdish.com today. was thinking about the things I'm good at, like really good at, and if I were making a list, near the top of that list would be internet sleuthing. It's how I find all the good deals I share on the show, but it's also how I track down anyone from my past that I have a hankering to know what they've been up to lately. It's totally creepy, but yes, I do it. I did some internet sleuthing yesterday and found that one of the authors of the psychology textbook, Dr. Nathan DeWa, has an Instagram account. Even better, His Instagram account is public. He's a professor at the University of Kentucky, is a frequent contributor to the New York Times, Quartz, Psychology Today, and has even been on NPR. He's the real deal, and this textbook is being used all over the world. Two professors, including Anne, who I'm connected with on Instagram, reached out and said that they used this book in their classroom. Anne even said, I always thought this was a photo of your doppelganger. Didn't think it could actually be you. I mean... (laughs) It is me, but that was three babies, one jaw surgery, pre-orthodontia, and 13 years ago. I posted to Instagram, what should I do now that I've found the author on Instagram? 350 responses, and nearly all of them said I should ask him to be on the podcast, and I should request a free copy of the book. And you know what? I thought it's totally reasonable to write the guy, so I sent an email. To Dr. Nathan Dewal, subject: Hi from the woman on the cover of your book. The internet is a strange and wonderful place. Twenty-four hours ago, I was on Facebook Marketplace looking for a rower for my husband, and then I saw a curious listing: a textbook with my photo on the front. It all came back to me. The year was 2006. My acting agent suggested I try modeling and sent me to do a stock photography session with a local photographer. I promptly forgot about the photo shoot until yesterday. What a fun surprise to see it used on a textbook. Congrats on this work and everything else you have going on. What a big undertaking that must have been. I posted about this fun discovery in my Instagram stories yesterday, and now so many people are clamoring for me to ask you to be on my show. This is a delightful story of how small the internet can make the world seem, so I'd love to have you on for a little segment. If that sounds like something you would like to do and have the bandwidth for, please let me know. Also, how in the world can I get a copy of one of these textbooks? I'd really like to blow my kids' minds. Mom is on the cover of a book? Happy New Year, Indiana Adams. So then I waited. And waited. And then at 4.15 yesterday, a call. Hey. Hello. How are you? This is Indiana.
1: Hey, hey, this is Nathan DeWall. How are you?
0: I'm good. Do I call you Dr. DeWall or do I call you Nathan? What do I call you?
1: You can just call me Nathan. That's okay. what everyone else calls me.
0: <laughs> Tell me when the book came out.
1: So, that book was published uh, a couple of years ago and it's called Psychology. It was the 12th edition and, uh, and it, it sells around the world. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a big deal that you're on the cover. Congratulations.
0: (laughs) Well, congratulations for writing it. Books and textbooks are a big deal. Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's the coolest thing ever. In fact, I was just working on the next edition to that book.
0: Ah, I love it. I love it. Well, people were saying that you should pose for a cover for my book.
1: Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) No. I'm no. not doing
0: a book anytime soon, but if I do, I have your number now. <laughs> well, we were curious, how do y'all choose your covers? Did your publisher ask you, like, hey, here are, you know, two choices, which one do you prefer?
1: Before I got into this space, I, I think I thought, like most people, that these are just arbitrary decisions, but they're not. I can only speak from, from my own experience, but, you know everything that goes into our books is so carefully thought out and, and chosen. And it goes through rounds and rounds and rounds of revisions and focus group testing and, and your photo. I remember we were going back and forth and back and forth about the direction that your face was going to be, where you going to be facing as you are currently where are you going to be to the side all of those sorts of things are we going to add those swirls in there um and what do those mean what color should they be and how bright should they be and how thick should they be and all of that sort of stuff and um oh my gosh that was a month of decision making at least
0: i kind of forgot that i did the photo shoot until this morning and I saw it on Facebook Marketplace, and I called my husband in the room, and I actually have um, a condition called face blindness, and I...
1: Oh, you have prosopagnosia.
0: I do, I do, and I was diagnosed with that officially three years ago, and um, I had called my husband in and said, "Is that, this is a photo of me, right, <laughs> just to verify, and he said, yes, that's you. I'm like, I thought so, because I remember the hair swirl and the petals and, and all of that, and I was like, how, how funny that is me on a textbook so um, anyway so I just kind of casually posted it on Instagram and it became a whole to do
1: what a fascinating story so you saw your face but you didn't recognize it so you had to use cues that were not your facial cues you I, used cues related to the hair
0: cues. and the petals and the tank top that was not mine
1: but it wasn't your face that you recognized it was no no I mean, I don't want to turn the interview around and interview you, but I'm, I'm so curious about this. So what I'm curious about has been, so that since you've received your diagnosis, how has your life changed? Uh, just because the condition can't change, but your awareness of it has. It, so it um,
0: significantly, I would say, because now it gave me a reason to, to explain to people, Hey, the next time you see me, just reintroduce yourself. Just say, "Hey, this is Sarah from Book Club." Like, the, I'm like, and you're going to have to do that every time. Having the diagnosis really helps, and I think that's why psychology is so important. Just being able to tell people there's a condition for this, it's something that I have instead of like, "Oh, I must not love people enough, or I must not care enough about people to be bothered to remember what they look like." That was the burden I had four years. Yeah, ago. yeah.
1: I think this is uh this has been a wonderful day learning that number 1 that you know I knew that you were a real person the person on our textbook was a real person but it's even more fascinating because uh this person really has I mean you've lived a, an experience of how kind of psychology has made your life better Absolutely. um by and so wow what a what a wonderful case study <laughs>
0: Thanks for taking the time. To, I know it was last minute. So thank you for taking the time and and uh, jumping on this call today. Nathan, will you tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can find your textbooks, how they can connect with you online and the work you do in the world?
1: Yeah, so I'm at uh, NathanDeWall.com and on on Instagram, I'm also at NathanDeWall and yeah, they can connect with me there and uh, and I'd love to hear from people. And uh, they can find our our textbooks uh, really anywhere. They can go to uh, Macmillan is our publisher. And so if they go to the MacMillan website, uh, they can get electronic versions of of the textbook there with your picture on the cover. <laughs> uh, and uh, and more than that, uh, if they go to uh, the MacMillan website um, by purchasing the book there, um, they can also gain access to a whole bunch of electronic resources that has videos and other sorts of quizzes and assessments if they yeah, want to Launch do them Pad there. looks
0: really cool. I mean, it looks like you guys put a lot of work into that to make sure that yeah. that was an interactive resource for the people purchasing your book.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, so the Launchpad key has the electronic version of the textbook, and it also has yeah, tons of quizzes, Lots of videos that, you know, by by world-leading experts. And it's what I use when I teach psychology.
0: Nice to meet you. Contact me anytime if you need anything. And just let me know how I can just support the work you do in the world. Before I go, I do want to tell you something about this photo. When I first saw it, I was... 26 years old, working in an industry that wasn't kind to women. And I wasn't kind to myself. I have no copies of this photo because when I was given a digital copy of it, I had one with my eyes open. I didn't like it. I remember trying to edit it to make my face thinner and to add thicker eyelashes and eyeliner, but I didn't know Photoshop very well and my attempts to fix it to my liking were a disaster. So I deleted it off my computer and apparently out of my mind too. I've lived 13 years since that photo was taken, and I'm much kinder to myself now. And honestly, I have the internet to thank for that. I know we poo-poo on the internet and social media all the time, but it really can be a good place. I've seen the standards for what's deemed beautiful become wider. Models like Chrissy Teigen and actresses like Sandra Oh and Koryanka Kilcher really made me more accepting of how I looked. I stopped wearing blue contacts. I stopped Googling face thinning surgeries, and I started finding inspiration in the diversity of beauty that I saw in other bloggers, and then eventually on Instagram. So in this new year, let me be the first to tell you, you may go on a hunt for something, something to make you different or better, but ultimately, what you're going to find is you, and that's a good thing. All right, friend, that's it for today. And this is the first ever side note episode of today, by the way. We won't do these often, but I love the flexibility to do them whenever we need. Today, I got to talk about the wild ride of a stock photo that I posed for in 2006, becoming the cover of a textbook that is used all over the world. And I got to talk to Dr. Nathan DeWall, who was an absolute delight. Your today, by the way, challenge this week was to wear the oldest thing you have. The tank top that I'm wearing in that photo wasn't mine, but I still have a t-shirt from high school, so I'll show you that tomorrow. Casey Muses on Instagram showed us a t-shirt she's had since the fifth grade, so since 2001, so I am popping a prize in the mail to her. Join us on Monday to see what next week's challenge will be. I would like to thank Destiny on Facebook for answering my questions about how she came to own this book, Dr. Nathan DeWall for hopping on a call with me with very little notice, and everyone who called in to do a little soundbite. This isn't my show. This is our show, and I love doing this with you. Everything we've chatted about today is linked at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. This was an episode that was a departure from our norm, but if you're enjoying it, I'd love it if you could give the show a shout out on your social media this week. People are looking for new routines for the new year, and oftentimes that means they are allowing new podcasts into their lives. I'd love to be on your short list of shows you recommend to others. Also, if you're on Instagram and haven't shared your goals for 2020 with us or your word of the year, there's still time. I'm still adding custom word of the year graphics to today, by the slash 2020 word. And I'd still love to make one specific for you. Today is a new day and friend, I am cheering you on.